Young Pueblo is the poet laureate of Instagram. Not officially, that's just how I think of him. I've been reading his compressed morsels of insight for years over there. His real name is Diego Perez. He's a meditator, writer, and speaker. And he's got a new book out. It's called Clarity and Connection. All week on the show, Diego and I are going to connect about meditation, about food, and about love. Here's one of his short pieces of writing we used as a jumping off point. Love is not always enough. You should choose someone who supports your growth and well-being. Do not let love be an excuse to stay in a relationship that is not good for you. Love that matches your level of commitment is the right choice. So how does this manifest in your relationship? I know that you're married. Yeah, yeah, I've been married for um, almost six years. And um, I think it's something that is just really common, you know, like even before you find a a long-term committed partner, or if that's something that you even want to find, um, I think a lot of us have had the experience of, you know, things not working out. And, but there's still being a lot of love between the two of you, but just knowing that, you know, your time with this person has, has come to an end and that, you're kind of both heading in different directions and um, that it's just time to, to, to just let it go so that you can both move in your own way. And I think those moments, it can be incredibly difficult, but um, that especially that line about love that matches your level of commitment is the right choice. Like I knew that with my wife, you know, we got together because we had a very deep connection, but it was years later when we started meditating, when I knew I was like, whoa, I was like this, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know about this side of her, but now it turns out that this is the side of her that I love the most is that, you know, she's um, as dedicated to her own freedom as I am. And um, being able to share that commitment between the two of us kind of makes our union a lot stronger. Yeah. And I think it's maybe even counterintuitive to think that love is not enough, but love isn't necessarily enough. I mean, I guess it's also about how we define love. Yeah but it might not necessarily be enough to sustain a, a nurturing relationship. Yeah. And I think about that oftentimes like the, I think in that piece, it means love as in the connection, like the intuitive connection where you're like, I want to spend time with this person. Mm-hmm. But then the other aspect of it is like, can you build on that love? Is that, is that uh, a love that has, you know, enough emotional maturity between the both of you that you can like handle conflict that you can sort of align your goals in proper ways where, you're both able to support each other's happiness um, in a way that feels healthy for the both of you. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, you have a connection, but you don't have the things you need from each of you to be able to, to build on top of that connection. There's this thing that my wife and I practice. It's called that she came up with. It's called who wants it more. <laughs> if she wants to stay in more than I want to go out, then we stay in. Wow. You know, we kind of check in and we're truthful about who actually wants it more. Do you have a, a practice that you and your wife do, a kind of like a trademarked thing that you've developed to, that helps you through conflict? Oh, wow. Um, that's a good question. Honestly, ours is, it's not anything really special, but the the one thing that we do very consistently is just like a, a personal temperature check where we will let each other know if she has anything coming up, she'll be like, oh yeah, like I just don't feel good today and it has nothing to do with you. Um, or I'll let her know, like, you know, my my mind feels heavy today or, um, or there's like more tension that there, there usually is in my mind and it's like passing through. So 
kind of being in that constant check-in where we're like, you know, it makes me aware of what's happening with her. And also if I tell her what's happening with me, then it lets her know like, okay, he may need more support or she may need more support in this moment. And um, I think it actually helps a lot of like arguments never happen because oftentimes in the past, like we would kind of just be so unconscious about how we felt as individuals. And then it's, it's so easy for whatever tumultuousness that you feel inside of you for that to try to make it someone else's fault. When in reality, you may have just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You just may have just woke up without anything particular or, or someone said something to you at work, but then you're over here now trying to bring it at home. And um, we've had these funny moments where um, she told me once she was like, oh, my mind feels like so, so um, tumultuous right now. But it's trying to figure out a way to make it your fault when I know that it has nothing to do with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, of course, we've all been there. And just for her to to externalize that, I mean, I would imagine that you probably just laughed after that, right? Oh, we laughed so hard. Yeah, we, we thought it was so funny because it was just like, you know, the mind can be incredibly irrational to try to, you know, give reason to its tension. Can you say that again? That the mind can be really ira- like irrational. It'll just like jump through hoops, like totally break logic for it to be able to give sense or reason to, to why it feels the way it feels. It'll just like straight up invent things, you know? It's like <laughs> and, then, and then how do, how do we uh, notice that when it's trying to do that? I mean, I think you have to, you know, it starts with um, like, even before you're a meditator, like, you know, you can just turn that lens inward and just watch yourself, watch yourself with honesty and, and ask yourself, like, where is this motivation coming from? And then when you have an answer, like ask yourself, like, is that actually true? You know, am, am I taking ownership over how I feel? Or am I trying to, like, if you're like, oh, there are definitely going to be moments where people will do things to you that are harmful, right? And your reaction will be triggered by them. But then you have to ask yourself, if 100% of the time or close to 100% of the time, you are putting the blame of your emotions on someone else, then something's not right. You're not really taking ownership of what's happening inside of you. Because oftentimes, it's your own perception and your own reaction that is causing you to feel in these you know, different levels of intensity. Mm. This has been part one of my week with Diego Perez, a.k.a. Young Pueblo. You can find him on Instagram at Young Pueblo. On Wednesday, we're going to talk about Vipassana meditation and what we can do on those days where our head is kind of cloudy. I try to just take a step back and just focus on gentleness as opposed to, you know, making any really big decisions or anything like that. The Best Advice Show is your short three-day-a-week podcast offering your best advice. I would love to hear it. Give me a call on the hotline at 844-935-BEST. That's 844-935-BEST. And if you're finding the show helpful, please consider leaving a rating or review at Apple Podcasts. Thanks. Talk to you Wednesday.